Hello, and welcome to Light Above Solitude, a podcast for the multifaceted soul currently in search of that special spark. I'm your host, Kalia. Light Above Solitude illuminates your path to self-discovery and growth on a soul level through mindset, holistic health, intentional living, and the exploration of elements and tools used in modern spirituality. This podcast is for the woman who doesn't feel completely safe to be authentic. I am here to tell you, you were born to stand out. I am ready to guide you out of solitude and into the light of hope, love, and freedom. I'm here to share stories and lessons learned on my journey from the dark side of depression into the light of alignment. I will also invite guests to chat on their expertise along the way, so make sure you stay connected at lightabovesolitude.com. All right, time to get lit. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another beautiful week here at Light Above Solitude. I hope you're having a fantastic week. This week has been absolutely beautiful in the Pacific Northwest. We've hit 60s, which I know for some of you in the country is still pretty cold, but we are so happy here with our sun is out. It has been like clear, like barely a cloud in the sky, which is fantastic. And we've been getting out and we did, we went on a bike ride yesterday. We've taken the dogs out more. Um, We've just been super enjoying this weather and it has been just so, so much needed. (laughs) It's not even correct grammar, but (laughs) it has been much needed here in this household and um, I'm so ready for more bike rides. We live on the bay, so we took um, a stroll up and down our little uh, bay walkway this last year. They've been working on it. They've uh, created more of a bank for the beach, and they have added a little paved walkway. So we enjoyed that yesterday on our bikes in the sun, seeing all the friendly faces and puppies and just fantastic things. So I hope you're getting out, especially this week, Thursday. Um, a couple days after you hear this episode will be Earth Day, and I'm super excited about Earth Day. I think every day should be Earth Day, but what a way to celebrate during the month of April, especially when the sun is coming out. You should just get outside, get outside, go for a hike, take the dogs out, whatever you need to do. If you haven't listened to our last episode with Letitia Guthrie, it is episode 34 called How to Start Using Plants as a Pathway to Connection. Um, We talk about concepts like rewilding and connecting with the earth, and I think it would be a fantastic episode to review and or listen to if you haven't already heard it this week for Earth Day. But today I'm kind of going off the cuff, but I wanted to talk about manifestation because I've been thinking about it. I am in a uh, money program. If you guys um, listen to the episode with Tasha Chen about creating your 2021 prosperity plan, it was episode 22. So whenever I say an episode number, a quick link to that would be lightabovesolitude.com and then the episode number. So to get to that would be lightabovesolitude.com slash 22. And to get to Letitia's episode would be lightabovesolitude.com 
com slash 34. So whenever I reference an episode number, it's a quick way so you don't have to think of all the links or what it's called. You just go to the number and it'll bring you up to the episode page. Um, to find the episode number, it is in the show notes. It'll be the first thing linked in the show notes if you look um, at that. Otherwise, it's just a quick and easy way to just jump right into the episode. But the episode with Tasha Chen, where we talked about our make creating our 2021 prosperity plan. After that episode, I dived in deeper with her money gratitude journal. And um, if you would like a link to that, I'll leave it in the show notes below as well. After that, she had a, I believe, five-day challenge for money attraction. I joined that, and then after that, she invited everyone to become part of her Money and Profit Mastery class, which it is a 120-day course. Um, when you hear this, I'll be about done with the first 30 days. So the first 30 days, we're viewing universal principles on how to really obtain riches and why it's important for everyone to retain riches. And I've been really diving into all these these past um, experiences and these past limiting beliefs and all the things that I've dealt with until this point in regards to money and mostly in regards to manifestation because through this whole thing I am, you know, have some intentions on things I want to manifest in my life, in life in general because because to me life is very holistic. Um, you want to have all the things, right? You, you don't just want to have money and not be happy. You don't want to be happy without money. Like everything co coexists and coincides, right? So I've been really thinking about all these principles and really studying this art and this science of making money and and I have I wanted to share with you some important things that I think everyone should know about manifestation whether it's for money or life in general because like I said they're all in, it's all encompassing the universe does not want you to have one without the other they the universe is created for life if you look outside, um, you see the flowers blooming right now because it's spring in our neck of the woods. Universe naturally, nature naturally tends towards life. It, things will always grow. Things will always blossom. Life is all around us. And so the universe wants us to have an enriched life. It wants us to have all the things. And I always get mixed up in this, um, this thought of co-creation, right? So for me, co-creation is working with the universe, not resisting the flow of things. And I've been really learning how to do that. I'm still learning. Um, this will be probably a lifelong process as it is for everyone else, but I have been really diving into what it means to co-create, what it means to co-manifest these things, these desires in my heart. Because I truly believe that if you are given a desire, it is already for you in some timeline, some, you know, alternate universe, whatever you want to call it. It is already there for you. It is already meant for you. I do not desire to be president of the United States. If I don't have that desire, it's not for me. It's not in my, you know, it's not aligned in the stars. It's not part of my destiny. But I do desire to make a certain amount of money a month. I do desire to have a nice home for my family. Because I have those desires, 
they're already for me and they're out seeking me too. One of my favorite quotes from our episode with Tasha was, what you are seeking is also seeking you. And so knowing that I have those desires, that that dream house that I'm picturing, I know that dream house is out there waiting for me too, (laughs) thinking of me too. And I've been kind of thinking about this co-creation relationship as a codependency relationship. Codependency became a buzzword for me in my early 20s when I first became um, a member of a small group um, kind of recovery program. If, if you guys know, it was called Celebrate Your Recovery. It's a Christian-based program where um, you can talk about anything, whether it be addiction. Um, one of the things was codependency. I joined the program to talk about relationships and how I felt I was losing myself within relationships. There's all sorts of um, different subjects. I joined for relationships because I knew there was something about them that I wasn't, quote, doing properly, right? I was getting lost in these co-dependency relationships. And that's when I learned the word codependency and what it means. So if you look up codependency, the definition is an excess of emotional or psychological reliance on a partner, typically one who requires support and the account of an illness or an addiction. I have been in a lot of um, toxic relationships throughout my 20s, Um, one of which I do believe he had an addiction to um, a few different things. (laughs) I really leaned heavily on this word of codependent, codependency, and I realized that this fit me to a T. But now when I look at the word, There's something about the word that just gets a bad rap. I do believe there are some things that we need to be codependent with or codependent on. And one of those things is, you know, our surroundings, the earth, source, source, nature, um, the universe, whatever you want to call this higher entity, this higher level of life. If you just want to think about earth as in the planet and how we are codependent on the planet, or if you want to think of it in a more spiritual realm as in God or the universe or source and how we're codependent on these things, as in we're co-creating with the planet and the energies around us. I think codependency has gotten a bad rap because of the latter part of the definition where it says it's typically someone who requires support on the account of a illness or an addiction. But the first part of it is an excess of emotional or psychological reliance on a partner. Now, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think there can be a healthy co-dependent relationship, and that's where I feel that universe comes into play because the universe is neutral, right? It's neither good nor bad. It just is. It's, it's a force. It's a law. Like I said, the universe is made to bring life. That is a law. The universe will strive for more life. So if we have something that's not, say, corrupt, like humans can have corruption or um, different perceptions of things, the universe doesn't have that. That's not a law to the universe. So if we have a codependent relationship on something that is 
just what it is. It's neither good nor bad. It's not out to get you. It just is this force of life. If we are codependent with that, that cannot be a bad relationship. I feel like that's natural. And it's just interesting the way I was thinking about this wording. I don't know if this is even going to resonate with you, but a lot of people say co-create. And yes, we are co-creating, but I also think we're codependent on these laws of the universe and this life force. And the ways we are codependent with this force are obviously different than if it were human to human, a relationship. However, with our codependency with the universe, we have one job and the universe has one job. The universe's sole purpose is to bring life, to, to extend, to fully express life. And our job is to desire. Our job is to figure out what we want, to really think into our souls and feel into our wants, wishes, desires, those things that we know are for us. Because if we, like I said, if we didn't have the desire, it would not be written in the stars for us. We have the desire because it is for us and it is seeking us also. So our job is to have those desires and then tell the universe. We are codependent on giving the universe our our wishes and the universe's job therefore is to figure out the how to to start moving energies in a way that creates and co-creates <laughs> codependently with our desires and i just wanted to throw that out there because i like i said earlier i feel that the codependent or the codependency term has really lost its meaning or has gone down this negative meaning. Um, And it kind of makes me sad because this is how I've been thinking about it. For me, it comes down to the art of allowing. And I'm really trying to learn this art of allowing. This art of just having my wishes and then releasing control on the how. That has been the biggest and hardest lesson that I've been learning in the past couple years is just releasing the how. Because you know what? In this codependent relationship we have with the universe, that is not my job. That is the universe's job. The universe knows the how and can orchestrate the how in a way that is probably so much greater and so much better than I could ever orchestrate myself. When you're trying to do the what and the how, you just, you know, you're working yourself to the bone. You're not feeling good about it. You're just striving, striving, striving. And then once you actually get, if you do, if you are lucky and you get what you actually set out to gain, I feel like there's some sort of lack after you get it in that situation. When you're just working so hard, you get it and you realize, well, shoot, maybe this wasn't for me, or maybe I didn't like the way it came to me, or I just feel so exhausted. I can't even enjoy this thing anymore. The art of allowing brings in that codependency and the co-creation with the universe so that I can say, this is what I want. And I can stand my ground and say, I'm so excited that this thing is also seeking me and let it go. Just allow allow that thing to come to me because the how is now the job of that codependent relationship on the universe. The universe says, okay, you want me to bring you this thing? 
I know the perfect way to bring this to you. I just have to talk to 10 other people that you don't even know in your life and may never know in your lifetime to orchestrate the perfect way to bring you this goal, this item, whatever you want to manifest. And even better yet, because the law of the universe states that it wants to bring full expression, full life to all things, that the way the universe will bring you your manifestation will be in the best and highest good for all that are involved, for everyone around you. There's universal law that says that the things that you are creating in this in this life, in this way where you're, you know, giving into the, the law of allowing, where you're doing this in a way that is a healthy codependent relationship with the universe, that those things will not take away from other people. So say right now I'm really wanting to co-create a house for my family. I want a beautiful house. I want property. I want all these things. That is what I have to tell to the universe. My job is to say this is what I want. Then the universe, therefore, starts creating the how. But if I let the universe do it and not let, you know, not put all this this stress and this pressure on myself to create this thing, the universe creates it solely for me. The perfect thing that was in the highest good for everyone involved and the universe will never, never take it away from anyone else. What is mine is mine. What is for me will not miss me. And therefore, that's the same for everyone else. We're never taking away from somebody else. When the universe is involved, the things that I want are mine. When I'm trying to do it myself, sometimes we get mixed up and we don't really see the full picture and we'll end up like taking it from somebody else, I feel like. Whereas if the universe is involved, the things that are mine are mine and they will never take, the universe will never take it away from somebody else. The universe always creates the fullest expression for that person. So I want to talk to you about four ways for instant manifestation. Like I said, four ways to be codependent in this co-creation with the universe, the give and the take, the giving and receiving. So the first thing that is on your job, your part of the relationship, your responsibility of this codependent relationship is to get clarity. Get super clear on what you want in this life. Like I said, I'm in this money program and we're kind of focusing on money and, and getting rich, but getting rich is only a tool to have the life that you want, to have the experiences that you want. Getting rich isn't just about money. It's about that full expression of life. So number one is to get clarity. What do you want? Sit down and journal out every aspect of your life. You can, you know, look up on Google, the top aspects of life. There'll be relationships, you know, romantic and or partnerships, business partnerships. There'll be career, there'll be finances, health, fitness, all the categories of life, right? Take all those in and really feel into if 
time, money, skills, talent, if none of that was an issue, what are the things that your soul truly, truly wants? What are the things that are going to give your life fullest expression? So if, so for me, like I said, I'm talking about manifesting a house. For me, my fullest expression, if I forget money, if I get forget, you know, real estate trends and interest rates, and I forget all the things that are of this world. If I want truest expression of the house that I am to live in, it's going to have a guest room. It's going to have an office. It's going to have a media room. It's going to be open concept. It's going to, you know, feel warm and cozy. It's going to have acreage, so much acreage. I'd say 20 plus acres because I want room for my dogs to run. I want room to run, you know, be away from the house and not be able to see it. You know, I want, what I really want is, is a pathway along this, um, edge of my property so that I can get up every morning, not care what I look like. Right. Cause right now we have neighbors and I get self-conscious about, Oh, I should do my hair. If I'm going to go outside and walk the dogs, whatever it is. I would love to just roll out of bed, open the door, know that my dogs are safe, not next to a road, everything's fenced in, and just walk our property line. Just enjoy the nature in our property. If I had 20 plus property, 20 plus acres of property, and was able to walk the dogs along the perimeter every day, I feel like that, (laughs) that would just make my morning. And even evening, if we did it after dinner too, I feel like that'd be fantastic. And the dogs would never get bored because there's going to be wildlife in and out. You know, there's going to be tons of different birds and rabbits and deer, whatever are hopping in and out of the yard during the day. So that the dogs will be happy. I'll be happy. (laughs) So get really, really clear in this part of the program, there was an example of a lady who was also manifesting a house and she got so clear in her journaling down to the details of the, the knobs on her, on her cabinetry. And I've never gotten down to, I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I've, I've never settled down on that level of detail because for one, my taste is always changing. Like I love switching things up and I just, I just know what I like and I know what I don't like, but it's never the same thing. But the exercise in this around clarity is to just see what you do like and see the picture of what it is right now. It could be changing, ever changing. Like I said, I switch things up all the time. It could be ever changing, but the main principles, the must haves, like my 20 plus acre property, that's like a must have for me. I would love to have mostly wooded, by the way, (laughs) very little maintenance. I'd say maybe an acre of actual lawn to mow, but like mostly wooded. But just what are your absolutes? If you absolutely need a large ensuite, or if you absolutely need, you know, a large deck for entertaining, what are the things that are like your must have list? And then start building around that. The other things can be a little bit more fluid, but you just need to have clarity to be like, okay, universe, I'm dreaming of this thing and this is what I'm picturing. So step two in this process is to hold that vision. Just 
any time in your downtime, I've been setting an alarm to remind myself to give gratitude and visualize this thing that I'm creating. Visualize my life. Visualize waking up in this house or or washing the dishes in this house. And mind you, if you've followed me at all, you know that I do not like dishes. When I'm picturing myself in this house, I'm like, I am so thankful to be washing dishes because this is in my house and I love my house. I do anything for this house, right? (laughs) So saying I'm enjoying dishwashing is like a huge, huge thing for me. So hold that vision in your downtime. Start visualizing and picturing, adding more detail to that thing. If you can get down to the doorknobs on your cabinetry, do that. That is said time in your day to journal out or just sit there in a meditative state and just think about what it'll be like, how you're going to feel, what's it going to look like, you know, all these things. My favorite thing to do recently in this aspect of holding the vision is as soon as I wake up, I keep my eyes closed. I'm kind of in the theta wave. I'm more awake than I'm not awake, but I'm still not fully, like I haven't gotten out of bed. I haven't opened my eyes, nothing. I'm just laying there and I'm visualizing my new room in this new house. I'm visualizing, oh, as soon as I wake up, I'm going to be looking at my nightstand that I love. There's going to be a cup of water there. There's going to be fresh flowers or, you know, as soon as I open my eyes, I'm going to look to the door and, and like all these different details. And if you know our reality right now, my partner and I and our two dogs live in a 26 foot travel trailer and our bedroom is literally an eight by eight square box with a (laughs) short queen mattress. So closing my eyes and feeling the feelings of being in my new house is extremely different than opening my eyes and seeing that I'm in this little cube, right? So step two is really hold the vision. After you get the clarity of what you want, hold the vision. Just keep visualizing what it's going to be like, what it's going to feel like, what it's going to sound like, all the things. Step three, I feel, is is like number one is <laughs> like the most important step in this process. And I've harped about it over and over and over again in other, other um, talks I've done. But gratitude, gratitude is so, so important. There's a universal law of gratitude and that makes you instantly magnetic to any manifestation you are trying to co-create anything of your desires that you are codependently and co-creating with the universe. Gratitude puts you in the vibration of love, thankfulness, honor, appreciation, and that is what the universe is all about. That will start growing life, right? Get in gratitude. And so my practice up until a couple months ago has been thankful for the things I have in my life now. Because I know, and I know everyone gets this way, but I know I can get down on myself like I'm not where I'm at. 
I'm still in a trailer. Like, I love my trailer, but there's some days where it's a lot more difficult to live this, quote, simple life of living in an RV. There's things that take more time. I'm constantly shuffling from my desk area, my kitchen. I'm constantly, you know, moving things around to find other things. I'm, you know, there's other, there's time consuming details to living in a trailer that nobody talks about. But up until now, I just, I would do my gratitude practice as the things that I have now. I am so grateful for my home because this little home is actually mine. I own it outright and I haven't, I think I've owned a truck in my life once. (laughs) Other than that, I haven't really owned any big assets like this. So I'm so thankful that I own this home. I'm so thankful that I made it out of thin air. I I do believe I really manifested this home. You know, I'd say I'm so thankful for my dogs. They're just like so sweet and so amazing and they're just the perfect entities to my pack and my family and I'm so thankful for my partner for his understandingness and his helpfulness. All these things, right? But in the last couple months, especially since I've started working this program with Tasha, I have started to give gratitude for the things I'm co-creating. Because before I'd visualize it and I'd feel it and be like, I'm in my house right now. It feels so good. I'm so happy. But now I'm, I'm giving thanks. I am so thankful that this house is mine. It's not the reality yet, but it is because my desires say it is. If I have the desire, it is for me and therefore it is seeking me also. So I sit there and I say, I give thanks for this house that is already mine. I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful that this new house makes me feel the way I do and blah, blah. So give thanks to the things that are not uh, not yet yours in reality, but are yours in a universal concept, as in you are currently manifesting them. And then the fourth step is unwavering faith. Now, this step is the the most <laughs> the most difficult part of the process. <sighs> When I wake up and I'm in my short queen mattress in my RV bedroom of eight feet by eight feet and I go, I'm still here and I feel sad for that moment, I want to turn that around as quickly as that thought came to me because holding unwavering faith means that this is all temporary. I'm exactly where I need to be for where I am, but I'm exactly where I need to be for where I'm going as well. I am in the perfect place. Those things that I seek are seeking me and I must keep unwavering faith no matter what your bank account looks like, no matter what your house, your current situations, your current mood, no matter what any of this looks like, you keep that unwavering faith and you give that gratitude for those things because they are already yours. And you know they are already yours because you have the desire to have them. That's it. 
I kept telling myself that it has to be hard. It has to be hard. Like, I'm going to have to save so much money. I'm going to have to work so hard to get this money to get this house. Like, there's no way I can afford 20 plus acres. But that's not the point. That is not my job. That is not my job. If I go into town tomorrow and somebody says, hey, stranger, I have this property I don't know what to do with it, and I'm just giving it away. Do you want it? Who in their right mind is going to say no? I mean, there are other things you have to think about, right? Like on a logistics plane, but that is manifestation. That is co-creating at its finest. It seems unbelievable, but then it happens, and you're not going to want to say no. So my job is not to figure out how I'm going to afford this how I'm going to make this happen, how am I going to pay the property taxes, like all these things. That is not my job. My job is to hold my desire because that's the desire that I have. Therefore, in some plane of reality, in some alternate universe, whatever it is, my higher self, whatever you believe in, it is already mine because it is in my heart. And all I have to do is give thanks and hold that vision with unwavering faith. Unwavering. And we're all human. We'll all have those moments when you wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm still here. Where's my money? I don't want to look at my bank account. Where's my house? (laughs) I haven't seen signs yet. Those are the moments where you stop. And like Miss Abby Kurtz in one of our episodes says, stop and give me three gratitudes right there. That's the moment you need it the most. You need to stop, change your attitude, catch it. It's all about self-awareness. Don't get down on yourself because we're all human. We're all going to have those moments. But what do you do with that moment? You change it as quickly as you can. So you just get into the state of gratitude, get clarity and hold your vision. And with unwavering faith, Thank you, thank you, thank you so much that this is already mine. It's on its way to me and I cannot wait to have it in my hands. That is what it's all about. That's how you make this codependent, co-creating relationship with the universe work. That's all it is. And you know what? It doesn't have to be hard. I'm always being hard on myself. It doesn't have to be hard because that is literally all it takes. Step one, get clarity. Step two, hold that vision as much as possible. Step three, give gratitude and thanks for the things you have now, but the things that are coming to you and the things that you're manifesting. And step four, unwavering faith that those things are yours right now. Are yours right now. If you can picture yourself in that house, on that property, doing the thing right now, it is already yours. So, (laughs) I hope those things helped you out and I would love to hear your thoughts. Hit me up on IG. I'm at Kalia VQ. You can also hit me up, leave me a voicemail at lightabovesolitude.com. There's a little mic in the corner. You can just click that and leave me a voicemail. And and share this with a friend, you guys. The only way that we grow is through word of mouth. So go ahead and share it with a friend who 
who might be feeling down in the dumps about their manifestations or not seeing any evidence of their manifestations coming to fruition, share with a friend. Alright, so before I leave you, I wanted to just shuffle and get you a couple oracle cards for any messages that will help support this um, this week's episode. Just I thought that would be a fun way to close up this week's episode. Now some of some people like them and some people don't like them, but I, I think I've heard that most people do like them and um, I can do these for the end of each solo episode if that is something that you would like. Just hit me up and let me know. Otherwise, I'll pull a couple for this week's episode from a few decks. So the first deck I'm using is the Starseed Oracle deck. It is newer to me, but we bonded very quickly, and um, I absolutely love it. It is beautiful artwork, and I wanted to get this deck for a pretty long time. But had gotten some other decks and didn't want to be frivolous and just spend money when I have already some other newer decks. But um, I ended up getting a coupon code for 70% off plus free shipping. So it was meant to be. <laughs> and I ended up getting the Starseed Oracle. I am also going to grab one from the Universe Hazard Back since that is a very fitting for this week's episode of manifestation so let's see you have got star bathing so star bathing light body crystal grid transmission and activation you also have a card called you got the love hey darian energy i'm not familiar so i might have been pronouncing that wrong but i'm guessing since this is starseed deck that um Hadar or Hay, yeah, Hadarian might be a uh, constellation or a star family. Oh my gosh, it also says codependency and boundaries. <laughs> codependency. Yes, 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 yes. And your card from the universe has your back says, I am the loving energy of the universe. Absolutely beautiful. So the first card, star bathing, light body, crystal grid, transmission and activation. So this one I believe is talking to me about really setting these intentions to go forward in this four-step process as a method of activating your true power. If you want to literal star bathe, lay out in your grass or in a chair or whatever, and just take in the views of the stars where you are, that could be beneficial for you as well, or setting up a crystal grid. But I feel like just this process alone that I've walked us through today would be a step in the right direction for activating your power with the universe. And of course, the second card, the You Got the Love, Hey Darian energy, codependency, and boundaries. I believe this is talking about that juxtaposition of the word codependency as I was talking about it earlier. You do have the power and you have the love within you. So if you can honor that self-love and the intention to go into healthy codependency relationships that have boundaries, obviously with the universe, your boundaries are knowing 
what your job is and what your job is not. Your job is to desire and to hold that vision. Your job is not to know the how. So those are your boundaries in the codependent relationship with the universe. And then of course, if you have human to human interactions or even human to uh, nature or human to animal uh, relationships that are codependent, I would say know, recognize, and honor the boundaries that are set there. Like if you go hiking, your your relationship with the planet would be to not leave any trash on the trails, stuff like that. So just know and honor your boundaries in all your relationships. And then of course your affirmation from the universe has my back. Oracle deck is I am the loving energy of the universe. So hold your visions in love and gratitude and know that because you are part of the universe and the universe wants full expression of life, that the universe is going to give you those desires. So hold that unwavering faith, my loves. I will talk to you next week. Have a fantastic week and hit me up on IG. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Let me take this time to remind you, stop dimming your light. Stand brightly because the light is all around you. You do not need outside validation anymore. Embrace every aspect of you and start living truly authentic to your soul. Everything you want is in the light above solitude. If you love what you heard today and you feel called to support my work, you can now do so by buying me a coffee. A donation is never expected, but always greatly appreciated by me and my pack. Your support keeps the content flowing and my platforms as ad-free as possible. So head over to lightabovesolitude.com support. While you're there, check out all the ways we can connect further with details on my monthly membership, motivational text messages, and links to all my socials. You can even drop me a voicemail by clicking the mic icon in the lower right-hand corner. Until next time, friends, I love you.